just the fact that they believe that he's the yeah, best coach 100%, is, yeah. is unbelievably powerful. Then if the fact that he is as well, like that's the buy-in that sometimes coaches, if there's any bit of doubt, they don't get that. Subscribe to the Football Pod wherever you get your podcasts. OTB's Rugby Daily. Welcome to Monday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Stuart Hogg is hanging up his boots later this year. There's reaction to Ireland's humbling starts to the Women's Six Nations. And an ex-England international is heading back to the Super League. But first, Leinster say that Jonathan Sexton will likely miss the rest of this season. The province say the Ireland captain will see a specialist tomorrow to have a procedure on the groin injury sustained in the Six Nations win over England. Leinster have two regular season games remaining in the URC and they play Ulster at the Aviva on Saturday in the last 16 of the Heineken Champions Cup. As Murray Kinsella has pointed out on Twitter today, Sexton is booked to speak at a Jersey Reds event on May 25th, two days before the URC Grand Final, meaning it's highly likely that Sexton has played his final match for Leinster. Ahead of Saturday's game with Ulster, Leinster say Gary Ringrose, Hugo Keenan and Caelan Doris are all following the return to play protocols. There's no update on Jamie Osborne, Ronan Kelleher, Joe McCarthy, Cormac Foley, Martin Maloney and Charlie Natai. They're all confirmed absentees. Meanwhile, Ulster say they have no new injury problems arising from their 32-23 win over the Vodacom Bulls on Saturday. Leinster forwards coach Robin McBride says they will have the strength and depth to contend with the loss of Sexton. Firstly, it's a massive disappointment for Johnny himself. Um, you know, he had a dream end uh, with regards to winning the Grand Slam. Um, do you know what I mean? Uh, unfortunately, he picked up the injury in the same same game. Uh, so I imagine it's a bit of a double-edged sword. But um, yeah, uh, will it affect our preparations? Well, you know, Johnny Sexton obviously is he's, he's very uh, experienced. Uh, he's world-class athlete. But we're very fortunate here in that we've got you know able able bodies to, to sort of step up. Um, you know, Ross and uh, and Harry, you know, they've been performing well during this period. And you've got young Sam as well, who's been going well for the under-20s. So there's depth there. And uh, as much as it's, you know, disappointing for, for Johnny, it does give an opportunity for others to step up into that void. And, you know, the boys have done that so well so far this season uh, and in seasons gone by as well. And, uh, you know, hopefully they'll they'll just hit the ground running. Um I think that's the one of the major things being here, you know, at Leinster is, is the strength in depth. So um, I just hope that you know Johnny gets um, gets back as quickly as possible. And you've got the World Cup coming around the corner as well. So um, you know you still got something to to target. Um, but as far as our own preparations here in Leinster, you know, we, we just got to get on with the job, and uh, that's the nature of that's the nature of rugby, unfortunately. James Ryan is one of those likely to return to action this week after the celebrations that followed Ireland's Grand Slam win. He was asked today what he expects from Ulster this weekend. Well, I'm expecting an unbelievably tough game this weekend. Uh, as I said, they're going to be very motivated. They're playing an interbrow and a solid Aviva. Uh, it's knockout rugby. I think of the game that we played against them back in 2019 um, in, the, in the quarterfinals. It was after Six Nations. And I remember how close the game that was. It really was. It could have gone either way. Um, so, as I said, I think they've, yeah, their form was a little bit up and down. But I think the last few weeks they've turned a bit of a corner. Um, they played very well in the weekend against the Bulls, coming from behind. So, uh, I think they'll be coming with, um, you know, full of confidence as well. So, um, as I said, that's why I think we need to be, uh, we need to be ready to go this week.
Now, the post-mortem continues into Ireland's disastrous start to the women's Six Nations. Greg McWilliams' side were overpowered in a 31-5 loss to Wales in Cardiff on Saturday. Next up for Ireland is a Saturday afternoon clash with France at Munsgrave Park. Speaking to the IRFU's YouTube channel after the Wales defeat, Ireland captain Nicola Friday says they will try and take the positives from that loss. 100% there'll be lots of learning the first day, but there was there was parts of it that were quite positive as well. And I think for us as a pack, that's grown to get scrum penalties against us in that first half to then turn it around and problem solve on the pitch and come away with some of our own penalties and become dominant in that area it's, it shows a real great amongst the squad and I'm proud of the girls for that and there's other areas that we'll work on and continue to work on but there is a good core group of players there that we can build on off this and we'll turn our disappointments into hopefully positives in next week. Alan Quinlan was on this morning's OTB AM. He acknowledged the introduction of professional contracts and more stable structures within the Irish women's game over the past year or so. However, Quinlan points out that Ireland's stage of evolution is miles behind that of some of the other Six Nations. Development officers have been put into all the provinces now to try and recruit more girls to upskill them, but that is at the very lower base level. So that should, stuff should have been happening years ago, and then you might have more players to choose from. They're playing at a higher level. And the sip, simple maths of this is if you have, if you're a coach and you've a bigger group of players, a group, bigger pool to pick from, and they're playing at a higher level, it's easier. Half, you know, there's a number of these girls, Irish girls over playing in the Premiership as well. If you had all of them over there playing week in, week out, would they be better, do you think? Stuart Hogg is retiring after this year's World Cup. The Scotland fullback recently reached a century of caps in their Six Nations defeat to Ireland. And there's every chance his final game could also come against Ireland with the sides meeting in their final pool game at the Stade de France on October 7th. Hogg only turns 31 in June but says he wants to go out at the top of his game. He was selected for the last three Lions tours and won both the Premiership and the Heineken Champions Cup with Exeter. Prior to his move to the Premiership, Hogg won a Pro 12 title with Glasgow starting in their final win over Munster in 2015. And finally, Brad Shields will not be extending his stay in Perpignan beyond this season. The former England back row joined the Catalan side in November after the financial collapse of Wasps. Originally from New Zealand, Shields will be returning to a Hurricane side for whom he played between 2012 and 2018 before departing for Wasps. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby Feed for all of your latest rugby podcasts. First, my name is Richie McCormack and I will have more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow.